Hello and welcome to today's podcast on academic integrity and how to avoid plagiarism. Thank you for joining us today. My name's Joe. I'm one of the academic skills tutors um, working with students within the library and I'm joined by my colleague Tim. Hi Joe. Yes, I'm one of the study skills tutors and I work with students on a one-to-one -one basis mainly uh, looking at how to improve their academic writing and avoid plagiarism. Now we're going to give you some hint, hints and tips on academic integrity um, that students have told us are useful for them. Um, and the students we are, know, work with often know the basics about academic integrity, but what does this really mean? And in this podcast, we're going to clarify what academic integrity is, the values involved in it, and give you some tips on how to demonstrate these in your writing and to avoid plagiarism. So what exactly is academic integrity, Tim? So, yeah, if, well, if we think about integrity in everyday life, okay, we, we think about things like values, honesty, respect, principles, and maintaining standards. So that's everyday life, but in academic life, it's, uh, it's quite similar. So if we think about academic integrity, similarly, what we're talking about is, is being honest. So in our academic work, it's showing academic integrity in how we do research, how we write essays, etc. So it's about being honest, having values and principles and standards that we stick to. And a big part of this is your work should be your work and you should give credit to other people's work. So their words are their words, they're not your words. So in your writing, you need to be really clear about the words, the language you're using, which words are yours and which have come from other people's books and journal articles, etc. And a big part of demonstrating this academic integrity is about citing, yeah, the way you, the way you refer to other literature, writing, you know, giving credit to to sources that you've looked at, referencing, using direct quotations, paraphrasing correctly. Joe, do you agree? Yep, and further information about all that can be found on the academic integrity module, uh, which is on my Beckett. It's accessible to anyone. Um, so it's worth noting that when we're talking about academic integrity, when this goes wrong, uh, we end up with something called plagiarism. Um, and this, put simply, plagiarism is just where you put, take somebody else's work and use it without acknowledging the source. So Tim was saying about using the source as uh, when we write, acknowledging original sources. Plagiarism is the opposite of that, is when we um, take somebody else's work and use it without acknowledging the source. And so that can be another person's words, like images, creative ideas, or, or even theories, so anything really. Um, and when we use information from other sources, we always need to make sure we acknowledge the original source. So sometimes plagiarism can happen ac accidentally. So that something called patch writing, which is changing bits of other people's texts and stitching them together, it's often accidental. Um, or just through incorrect referencing, where we haven't given the, the original source the credit because we've referenced it incorrectly. Um, but there are cases when um, students um, plagiarise intentionally. Um, so that's usually when a student hasn't left themselves enough time to complete an assignment. So they're, they're rushing around looking for solutions. Um, an example of this is um, what we call, we call it contract cheating. But this is where um, you, people buy written assignments uh, and sharing work with others or having work shared with you. So we call that collusion. Um, or submitting work that you've submitted elsewhere, which is self-plagiarism. So it's worth knowing what plagiarism is, and then you can uh, look to avoid it.
Yes, and um, I can think of one example, Joe, that we had recently of a student who unfortunately had to resubmit their dissertation due to plagiarism. And it was accidental, but he still failed his dissertation and still had to resubmit it and was capped at 40%, which affected his final degree classification. And the problem was his, his method. Basically, the way he was working, he was he was writing his essay, and he was pulling in, you know, um, quotations from different sources to back up his argument and what he was saying. But unfortunately, in a couple of instances, and it was literally just a few lines, a couple of lines in two different places, he forgot to put the author's words in direct quotation marks. So the so the so the the literature got mixed up with his own words, and because of that, it was classed as plagiarism, and he failed. And it was a mistake, and he, it was unintended, but he, st he still failed. So it's, it's very easy to, you know, come unstuck if you're not careful. Joe, have you got any tips for how a student can avoid that kind of situation? Yeah, so generally to avoid issues like this and to show good levels of academic integrity, um, it's all about how you bring information into your work and how you incorporate information from other sources. Um, so the first key idea here is that we always give credit to the original author. Um, now, when we actually bring information into our work, there's a couple of different ways that um, students do it. There's a couple of main ways that um, you can do that. Um, but they all require that you give credit to the original author. So that's the consistent theme there is that you give credit to the original author. Um, so the first of these methods is by using direct quotations. So this is um, similar to what t Tim was talking about before, where we take text direct from the source and use exactly as it was originally. And we use quotation marks to show that. So that's usually um, just it's sort of short or relevant phrases or, or sentences or even single words. So no more than roughly about two lines long. Um, and you obviously need to reference that to show the original source. Um, but most authors use a technique called paraphrasing, um, which is where you rephrase the original ide ideas or opinions and re reword those into your own words. Um, so generally, you'll see this in journal articles when you're reading. You'll see authors paraphrasing all the time. And most authors use this because it allows you the flexibility in your sentence structure um, whilst showing that your ideas are supported by the literature as well. Um, so both of these methods that we use, you still need to um, show that the information came from another source. Um, so use citations and uh, an entry in your reference list to show that the idea has come from another source and to credit the original author. Yeah, absolutely. And we should mention here, Joe, as well, that the Turnitin software picks up all of these you know, errors, problems. So the student I mentioned, for example, the Turnitin software identified in a, you know, I think it was a 10,000 word dissertation, it identified those critical couple of lines where there was a match between what was in the dissertation and what was in the literature and it showed that the source had not been credited. So it's that key thing, as you say, that you must credit authors when you use information from another source, you know, and it comes back to respect and integrity and values and principles that we were talking about earlier. Um, I think one really useful way of avoiding plagiarism as well is by finding your own voice in, in your, as a writer, as an academic writer. So developing your own voice. Because essentially when you're writing a, an essay, 
you know, you're right, you're, you're putting forward an argument, you're developing an argument in the course of your essay, throughout your essay, and you're positioning yourself and your views in relation to the literature. So you're making an argument based on evidence, and that evidence comes from your reading, yeah? So the essay has to show your engagement with the literature that you've been reading. And that's engagement with other people's ideas, other people's words, other people's theories, etc. And that's where, you know, the citing is so important, where you, you form your own opinions, you know, in relation to author A, author B, author C. Who do you agree with? Who do you disagree with? What's the evidence for and against these different positions? So finding your own position and developing your own voice will help you to avoid plagiarism because you are explicitly citing the sources that you've been reading to position yourself in relation to them through the course of your essay and as you develop your argument. So clarity between, you know, what's, what's my voice and what are the voices that I've been reading in the literature is, is, is essential. So with all the stuff going on with AI and ChatGPT, how does that relate to academic integrity? Can I use AI to help me? It's important to recognize that AI tools such as ChatGPT, DALI or Scholarly present opportunities for enhancing learning and enabling a more inclusive learning environment. However, using them could breach academic integrity regulations if they're not used responsibly and without authorization or acknowledgement in your assessed work. Different courses and schools have different regulations on this. So the key thing is to check with your course, school and assessment whether use of AI is permitted. Absolutely. Yes, Joe. Uh, so, yeah, our final recap, our take home message for you is essentially when you use information from an external source, you must give credit to the original author. OK, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. 